that's why you should always buy generic. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, podcast for cover band musicians and bailers to learn how to rock more. It's a glass. <gasps> From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Man, I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot tonight. You are. You know, some days you're the hammer and some days you're the nail. I was the gosh damn hammer today. Oh, yeah? Well, you know, had a couple of like, it's not been a great week. A lot of challenges, things going wrong. Uh, notifications about kids getting exposed. Like the fact that my kids do not have COVID right now is a literal miracle. Mm. Um, but I had two different vendors through my doors, one for the garage door that had broken and one for the AC, which had broken and they could have taken me to the cleaners, but you know what? I spent less than a grand a day. Sweet. And, and you are cool and your door opens. Yes. Awesome. They tried to, it, the thing that cracked me up, he was like, man, this, I got this refrigerator replacement. going to be really expensive. And then he said, and I don't think you should do it. I think, you know, I think you should be looking at get, getting this thing replaced. I was like, well, what's that going to cost? I was like, um, you're probably looking at around eight grand. Yeah. I was like, so you're going to tell me that the $500 you're going to, you know, put refrigerant in is somehow supposed to scare me away from the $8,000 you're throwing right in front of me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. There's a song about this, I think. They said I should replace the AC. I said no, no, no. Yeah. That's what it felt what it felt like. Yes, I've been. So warm, yeah, other than that, anyway. And then lots of businessy things have been moving. Um, I got paid for a thing that isn't happening for another two weeks yesterday. All right. But I, I am dealing with like credit card processing, which I'm not accustomed to. It's like they paid. But I don't got that money. Yeah, and when you do, it's going to be three percent short. Yeah, they they cut eighty bucks off of my off of my total fee. Yeah. yeah, for for the for the convenience, and then I've got to wait two weeks. Might as well just cut me a check at that point. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, it's all money. Oh well, it's all money. But yeah, so um, lots of things moving and grooving. Uh, no gigs last week, no gigs this week, but next week we have a gig and then we have two the following week. Cool. And then it'll be, um, you know, into the thick of other things going on. And um, I've got some prep work. I've got some projects that I'm going to have to really start digging into in order to be ready for them, as well as the one thing uh, I was going to share about, um, I guess, personnel. Yeah, I'll get to that later. Uh, what about you, man? Well, I did, um, you know, I do my trivia, uh, once a week do? now and I'm doing it. I'm alternating between two locations of the same, uh, company's tap yes. room, but in, in two different cities. And so the move here is I do a show that is a particular theme. I design, you know, I come up with a theme and I design a set list to that theme and yes. I prep that set list and then I play it twice, which is just efficient. Sure. Um, so last night I did uh, in in Greensboro, my hometown, the um, 2000 to now set list okay. of the trivia, which is designed as kind of an apology to all of the millennials and uh, Gen Zers who come to my, my 90s night or my 80s night yeah. or my, you know, other things that end up being 80s or 90s because that's my, you know, it's my comfort Your jam. Time. Yeah. So it was all much more contemporary, and there was a table of um, uh, adorable little. Um, they corrected me, not Gen Zers, they're baby millennials, um, who sang along to everything and were great. And uh, and then a 
couple of tables of older couples. I mean, when I say older, I mean my age, uh, yeah. who had no idea what the hell was going on. But lot, did call out Blinding Lights by the weekend. They knew that they had that one. Okay. Yeah. So that was fun. We'll do that again in Lexington next week. Lexington is uh, an interesting town to be playing in because um, it, it's it's. I I didn't expect that thirty minutes down the road, the tastes would change so much. Yeah, there's a big gap in my country repertoire. Yeah, big gap. Um, so I got to sort that out. I got to get some got to get some country on board. Um, well, but the fun th- the cool thing is that like '90s country is kind of awesome. That's true. Like if you were to start bringing out like Brooks and Dunn and uh, I've been thinking about doing for my, my solo shows, uh, Love Start Slipping Away by Vince Gill. Do you remember that song? I don't know it, no. It's a good one. Right. It's got a cool, like the, 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 the melody on the, the chorus is really good. And he's got that really like unique kind of upper range kind of sound. Mm. The, the, the chorus is like, don't let our love start slipping. Love starts slipping away. Hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. You should you should listen to that. It's a good one. Right, I'll check it out. Um and 90s country as is like a genre uh is like a thing down here. There are actual there are bands who do just 90s country. Huh. There's one called Mustache the band uh <laughs> and they do it and it's it's you know it's kind of the yacht rock review style approach where they're doing the you know the light you know boot cut jeans and the and the cowboy hats and they're just like they're doing it like they you know they are alan jackson in 1996 yeah and uh it does well i i mean the what i have on my set list that i call country is um you know the achy breaky hearts and the man i feel like a woman's and the you know i mean that still counts it counts it counts it's valid the uh let's give them something to talk about you know yeah, you know, I um, that's 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 as close as I get to to country, really. Yeah, but I mean, you could easily onboard a, a Chattahoochee. Yeah, I do it. I do a mean Tennessee whiskey. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean Tennessee whiskey is kind of like the the salve that kind of like smooths all of it over. It's like, can you play country? Well, I can play Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, yeah, and they'll be like, yeah. I guess that counts. Yeah, that and wagon wheel, we're good to go in any key. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then you can go way back. You can do your Johnny Cash's and your... I do. I'll, do, I'll, go, I'll go back to a Buck Owens. Oh, I'll do uh, right. Act Naturally. Okay. that's kind of a twofer. Yeah, that's good. That's either a Beatles tune no, or I a do Buck the Owens tune. myself. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the country, again, it's a touchy subject for, uh, I feel like, me personally, because I'm, I don't, I am very much not what I consider a country person. Mm. That being said, I spent the majority of the 90s riding in cars with my parents who listened to nothing but country. <laughs> so I weirdly have this very, very like soft and tender spot for all of these tunes. Yeah. Uh, and like, oh yeah, maybe it was Memphis. I, I, I've, we've had this conversation before, I believe, that like that Pam Tilla song is like, it's one of those you just can't, you can't deny it. Yeah. It's yeah. I feel strongly about it. Yeah. Well, so I'm working on all that. And then, um, the other, here's another kind of interesting thing. So, um, the drummer that I had and felt like I had locked down for the, the rhythm section to go behind the acoustic duo, mm-hmm. uh, basically flaked. He basically flaked. He basically vanished on us. Yeah. Two rehearsals the, in, in a row. In the Patreon feed, now, th- no, wait, that's a different guy. That was a guy that was like, he, he was trying to like hitting you up for money. 
to like get rides and stuff. <laughs> that was somebody had, else, right? I've had some real, I've had some winners. Yeah. Had some challenge. It's a challenge, you know, yeah, finding new personnel. It is. It is. It is. Um, so I had a guy I thought was really going to be great. And then um, he missed a rehearsal without really commenting. And when I look back at the chat, like arguably it wasn't clear, I guess, uh, about who was meeting when and, and like yeah. that. Then the second one he missed the next weekend, like there was no question. He confirmed. And so uh, I reached out and he came back with like, um, and it, with the, you know, I reached out thinking, you know, if he's going to fight for it, if he's going to say like, wow, man, you know, and like, I'm in and I want this and I got room for that. What he came back with yeah. was, sorry, I forgot. If you want to move on, I understand. Which is telling you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to move on. So I'm looking for another, another guy and I'm on Craigslist about that and a few other places. Yeah. While on Craigslist, I find somebody who's posted saying, I'd like to start up a Floyd tribute. And I'm looking, and I'm looking for my Gilmore. Now I grew up on Floyd. I know every note of every album probably, uh, don't necessarily have the solos in my fingers, but it wouldn't there. It's in my soul, right? Like (laughs) having it come out my fingers is just a matter of maybe half an hour of practice. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I reached out and said, look, I'm, I, you know, perhaps I'm your guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's, you know, some of my bonafides, whatever. Um, and I gave him enough reference of, of me and stuff that stuff that I've have online to see his response was, wow, sounds great. Are you sure you have time for this? Yeah. And uh, like, that is, that is perceptive. Yep. <laughs> Like, first of all, well done. Yeah, good, really, really valid question. Um, and then uh, he turned up at the trivia show last night. He was there at yeah. the end of the show and and came up as I was packing up, said, hey, look, you know, just I wanted to say hi and see if we could chat. Um, and we did after, good dude, and kind of knows his way around a Floyd tribute, played one in Virginia for many years. He's a keyboardist, so he's Rick Wright. Um, yeah. And uh, um his vision is that we would do it sort of unplugged. We do like an unplugged version with like acoustic guitar, keyboard, cajon. Okay. Doing Floyd tribute, but our own version in an acoustic mode. It just sounds kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we gig maybe once a month, which I think I can handle. And if it's, you know, if we all sort of shake hands that we're going to be doing the structure of the songs off the recordings... No, I think we can all kind of get together maybe once. We don't need like a ton of rehearsal yeah. to get that together. So uh, so that might be a fun thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if that ends up happening. What would be cool if you guys could get a saxophone player? So we could do, yeah, 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 time. So you could do money. Money, yeah, both of them. But I will say this. Um, I, uh, the the Yacht Rock review guys do Dark Side of the Moon as like a standing like event every year. Yeah. And their saxophone player does the... Um, does the 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 great gig in the sky part huh. the vocal so that way they right so they don't necessarily need additional personnel that's good and it's it sounds awesome it's really cool i bet i bet yeah yeah his, so if you can his find previous like a, band like, used to do a side used to do like half an album as part of a show um i don't know the uh i'm not sure it's a thing these days but boy floyd stuff very much you'd put on the album there, there's a tribute down here called interstellar echoes that plays like mid-sized theaters uh-huh. like killing yeah 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 well money. and part of the thing with a floyd tribute is you expect a certain level of production 
this mm-hmm. would certainly not be. This would be a stripped down, you know, three guys on stage. We could start that way. Well, true, true, true. It could evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting turn of events. I did not expect it. So yeah, yeah. we were talking about that. Yeah. In the meantime, I have uh, a few people coming back to me on the, the Craigslist post I put up looking for a drummer. I, I, none of them initially seemed like a slam dunk, but I'll probably keep talking with them. So we'll see. How that so out. I had, a, you know, speaking of personnel, I had a a fan of the podcast and kind of like a friend of a friend uh, DM me on Instagram and was like, you need to meet this guy. Hmm. This guy, Joey. And so I was like, okay. So I looked him up and basically he he gave me the run and he was like, this guy was playing guitar in a 90s band. That band kind of fell through. He's kind of, he he does a podcast with musicians and he plays guitar and he's looking for a band, but like nothing super like crazy, like traveling and businessy and stuff. It's like, okay. Yeah. So um, he, I, I found him and followed him and, you know, he kind of did the warm handoff you know, it was like, I'll leave you to it. And it was basically like within probably 20, 30 minutes, I was like, do you want to be my lead guitar player? Mm. And he was like, yes. Mm. And that was that. Cool. So, um, I, uh, I met up with him at a Mexican restaurant and gave him my Helix LT, uh, cause he had just sold his Kemper floor and needed a modeler kind of deal. And, um, we had a zoom call this morning to kind of work through parts and his first gig with us is in eight days. All right. And um, he's going to be first call from here on out because he's available. That's great. And my my first call now is not. So. I mean, that's the crucial thing. It really is. You know, is he the same level of technical ability of my previous first call? No. Who cares? Well, I mean, there's a certain level of competency that is required for the job. Above a certain um, floor of competency. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and so he's kind of in the, in the lane as our drummer, Nathan, who's like a very competent, very talented musician who just doesn't need to play all the time Yeah, and is, is, you know, is, is fine having a single project that plays two to three times a month. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. I, I hope that it, um, you know, we're able to onboard him quickly and that he becomes a part of the fold because he seems like a good hang That's and awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. You know, any, the more, as whatever consistency I can get, I, I will take. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, if they don't text you from a gas station down the road, hoping to borrow some money from you, that's probably a good thing. Also good. Yeah, I'm not a situation with a bassist who I was looking to bring on that. We're just not going to well, go much deeper into it than that, but that no. was the end of that right there. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the next thing that like, and we've had this conversation before is the, is the elephant conversation. How do you eat an elephant or the best way? Knife and fork. Well, yeah, it's one bite at a time. Napkin around um, your neck. Yes. But then one the, bite at a time. The, this evening I had a meeting with the agent slash venue manager of this place that's right by my house that just opened up yeah it is a speakeasy a literal speakeasy like you go into a quote-unquote tailor shop and there is a code and you pick up an old phone and you say a code word and they let you in um did a full walkthrough of the venue it's it's really neat and um we are going to do live band karaoke there in two weeks two weeks from tonight okay um which that was the 
the call I had earlier in the week. It was like, hey, we might have to reschedule. Um, but I'm trying to figure out the whole uh, lyrics thing and the whole playback thing. Yeah. And um, what it's starting to look like is I'm actually going to have to use the software my company uses huh. to build the lyric videos. Gotcha. For the karaoke. So the, the one of the, the I the my company makes a program called Pro Presenter mm-hmm. that is built to broadcast um, lyrics onto TVs and projectors and things like that. Uh, and there's also uh, a timeline view that allows you to put an audio track in and then fire the slides in time with the music nice. or the audio. Yeah. Which and you can record the output of those to save them as like static mp4 files okay so what you could theoretically do is you know copy the lyrics from you know lyrics 911.com put them into slides add your basic stereo backing track with click and cues and stuff fire the tracks as the song goes record it and then you have an mp3 or an mp4 yeah for for playback on like a laptop or something yeah and then they have screens there or something yes big old tv yeah and i did verify that um and how, so how big sure. how big a book do you expect to walk in with in two weeks so initially i think we're going to start with a list a little north of 60 a little south of 80 okay because those are songs that i know that we could do we could pull out without a without hesitation yeah but making all those videos is a non-trivial amount of work it isn't that is true um now the other thing that is a possible option as well is that karaoke version sells like the karaoke video with the lyrics. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's one of the things that they sell. It's a little more expensive than your standard backing track, whatever, but I already have the backing track. So, you know, syncing it up wouldn't take too long. Yeah. And so I'm kind of weighing my options about what I should or shouldn't be willing to implement. Right. Because if it, I mean, if it turns into something, then, you know, the time would be worth it because I would be getting compensated for the, the time that I'm putting in. Yeah. So. We'll yeah. Is, it, is that, is that, um, I mean, that's on the table with this place. You'd be a live band karaoke event happening periodically there. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Wow. All right. Well, that's worth investing in then probably. Right. If, if it happens. Ah. So it's got a, they're, they're, they have been open uh 48 hours hmm. so they don't know who they are just yet they yeah. don't know who their clientele is just yet yeah um but it's looking promising as far as the venue itself like it looks like it's going to do well uh, we've currently got two dates there uh, in september alone and you know as a venue that is literally walking distance from my house it seems like a good a good move yeah so you know, we don't have to go that route. We could go as low tech as literally throw band helper on a music stand yep. on an iPad yep. and let them scroll through, which yep. is what we've done before. Yep. But if we wanted to go big, we we have the tools and the resources to do so. Yeah. You know, the 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 mobile app that I built during pandemic for people to do karaoke on, um the you, you know, the list of list of people who've signed up to sing that you see yourself on, um, that line has a link on it to go to search for this song on uh, genius.com. 
Yeah. Right. And find, just find the lyrics there. And then you're in charge of it, it on your own phone. And you um, don't have my iPad to spit on. Also that there spit on your own phone. I don't, you know, <laughs> um, so that has worked so far, but I haven't done, I wouldn't say I've done a lot of proof of concept that that's always going to be the way to go. But I yeah. mean, you know, having have for sure when people think karaoke, what they have in mind is some screen with a bouncing ball on it. Yeah. Right. And so to come close to that is nice. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it, the, the automated part is the part that makes it more time consuming because the software makes doing that kind of work, adding the actual slideshows. It's actually really easy. Mm. You could, you could go to genius. You could copy those, those lyrics, paste them into a new slideshow. And there's a, they, they call it a reflow editor. And you basically just put a cursor and hit slide break, slide break, slide break, slide break until it's broken up in the, you know, in the groupings that you want. Yep. You could, you know, you could crank 10, 15 songs out, you know, in a matter of minutes. All right. Cool. If you know how to do it. And you do. Which hopefully I do at this point. Yeah. People call you for so. help with it. So they do. But yeah. So it's, it's an interesting proposition. And the fact that it's at a hotel makes it an, a more interesting proposition because you're getting people from all over. You know, it could be, a, you know, potentially it could be a, a you know, a good opportunity mm. to garner some business. The problem that I'm having right now is that I've got more business than I can handle. Mm. It seems like everything that I've already booked, I've got multiple requests for. Cool. I actually got one today for a, 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 I literally like confirmed a date and like five minutes later I had somebody else asking about that exact same date wow. for more money. Also, I might. <laughs> yeah. Your policy Stupid is go with the first one, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, once, once, once you've kind of agreed to terms, backing out would be pretty shady. I know people who try to replace themselves because a better opportunity came along and yeah, mm -hmm. that feels wrong. It's very difficult. Well, it, unless you have the, you know, the, the bench available where you can do that in a way that is not a downgrade. Yeah. I mean, I know people who call around and try and find somebody. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't like it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to sound, you know, full of myself or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, is that like, there aren't a lot of me's in this market. True. Yeah. There are a couple Sure. I've got a handful of me's yeah. that I know that I can reach out to and yeah. whether they are or aren't available is the next thing you got to yeah, figure no, out. Listen, I know the players who would be equivalent or an upgrade to my show. I know them. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I think the, the, the walk away lesson, takeaway, the takeaway, not take the walk away, the yeah, takeaway. Away, whatever. Yeah, whatever you're doing, you're leaving here as soon as we're yeah, finished. and you're taking something, you're walking, as you walk, you're taking something. Yep. Uh, I would say, look at opportunities from multiple angles and don't be afraid to put some, uh, put some sweat equity into it because whether it pans out or not, you're probably going to learn something in the process and you're, it, you know, you are then that much more prepared uh, when a similar or better opportunity presents itself. Yeah. And that's what I got to say about it. it. Just you're a wise fellow. I, I don't know about that. I feel like we've, we've, we've said enough things. That's probably true. Now listen, you had a whole, you had a whole topic. Talking about personnel. Let's, let's figure that out. So you've been looking at 
you know, bringing some guys in and I have just brought a guy in. And, um, another thing that's been going on is, uh, I'm having conversations with, uh, our new music director because it has become, um, apparent for him as a freelancer by nature. Like he is a, he's basically a pirate that does, you know, production work. Um, he isn't always available. And I think we are having, we're trying to figure out a way where, he is compensated for the stuff that he's doing, um, even if he's not available to do it. Uh-huh. So he got in touch with me today and was kind of like asking about it. And and the initial agreement was that I was I was going to put him in a profit sharing position. Okay. So he would get you know his fee on top of uh, a a gross percentage of earnings. Um, and he's kind of gone back and said, well, what if we do it this way? And his position was more of a flat, more of a flat pricing. And it wasn't necessarily, to me, it didn't feel like it was necessarily a better deal. So what he had proposed was um, his MD rate per show is a hundred bucks. Okay. So what that would cover setting up the Ableton session, putting the set list together with the transitions, band emails and communication. Okay. So all the admin work and the the overhead. Okay. Uh $25 per rehearsal to attend as an MD uh if he's not playing. So if I if he has to come in and um kind of like walk the players through the transitions and do any sort of like directive type things, uh that would be 25 bucks per rehearsal. Okay. Now, again, he also lives about 20 miles away in town. And I don't even know if that covers like gas on the way in and way out. Yeah. And then if he is, if he's on stage for the show, he doesn't, nobody gets, I'm not charging, I'm not paying him for rehearsal because he's rehearsing on his, like, he's a part of the rehearsal itself. Got it. Like, he's a, I have he's to a be drummer. Here. Uh, bass player. Bass player. Okay. So I am trying to kind of reconcile that because to me, it sounds like a bad deal for him. Yeah. Cause do it. Let's just do the math on this. So our average take on a private event is three grand. Yeah. 5% of that is 150 bucks. So immediately, if there are no rehearsals, he's losing yeah, 50 bucks. he's out 50. And I'm also paying him that percentage on gigs he's not playing. So I'm not... It. I think, you know, as we're kind of like going through some of these gigs, we're like, they're big pay and then there's like less big pay. Like maybe it, it all washes out. You know what I mean? And he ends up doing... He ends up making about what he would make in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, what what what's his goal here? Um I don't know. I think his goal is to be a part of the team and be helpful and I think based on just knowing him as long as I've known him and his general personality, I think he's he's wanting to do this as a way to make my life easier. Right. Right. So given that the pay, and I, I don't want to speak for him, but if I were in that position and, and it really was for me, what you just said, the pay would be sort of a nominal part of it. 
You know, yeah. you know, the pay should happen because there's effort happening and, and yeah. because we value what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but whether it's a hundred bucks or 150, I don't know. I don't know what his situation is, but for me that that's not make or break, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, now, now just to note that is in addition to the fee that he's making as a player. Uh huh. So it's not like he's just making 150 bucks a gig. Like if he is playing the gig, you're looking at closer to five hundred dollars. Well, all right. So that's that that becomes a little a little tastier, but yeah. that's happening one way or the other, right? That's either him right. or someone else. That regardless of whether he's MDing or not. Yeah, yeah. So the MDing stuff is like, for me, for me, it feels like it's kind of, I don't know. Again, I can't. I'm not in his head, but it would kind of feel like gravy. It kind of feels like an opportunity to contribute and an opportunity to be, um, to express myself in that role. Um, mm-hmm. and then monetizing that in some kind of nominal way, because we value that as a, as a contribution, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like the way that you are looking to have it be, um, commensurate with his value. I, I you know, I hear you, I hear you working on that. Yeah. Um, and, and fair, you know? So, yeah, I'm sure you'll come to a, come to the right. <laughs> the right place on it. Um, yeah, it it, it kind of came it, it it came out of left field to me. Um and I don't know he, you know, for him he he's like this might be an option that's better for you guys and cleaner for me. I think I think it's more of the consistency. I think it's more of a the predictability component. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I get that. Sure. I just want to make sure that if we change the terms that I'm doing right by him for the effort that he's putting in. Totally. So, and you know, from my end, it, it also, I've, I've got stuff that I need to take care of. Like I've got to get a machine running Ableton because he can't always be available. And so there's, there's some, there's some stuff that we've got to figure out. That is the thing. If he, if he's a crucial part of the show, or at least he, he like is the holder of a, of, a, of an important part, then his, yeah, availability becomes part of your overall bookability picture. Right. Right. Um, and that's, I don't know. You just, you just need to be aware of that. I, I was going to say that's a problem. I don't know. If that's a problem, but it's something to be aware of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was something that kind of fell in, uh, in my lap this afternoon and I'm still like still mulling it over. Yeah. I think in the grand scheme of things, it'll all come out in the wash. But I, yeah. I, again, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm very um, cognizant of, like, I want people to want to play with us right. because we are the best situation that we're low drama and that we're, you know, we are high fun, low drama, and, and that, you know, being on stage together is a pleasant experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the bassist I've found, um, have I told you about him? I don't know if I Yes. Have. Yeah. I'm not sure I've said it on the podcast. I think we may have done it. Yeah, no, we have. Yeah, we've well, talked about it. Yeah, young, very talented dude who's a full timer on bass, and pretty much and he's, he's a fast, fast learner. Fast learn, he can, big. He can ears. find them patterns, and he's just yeah, in it. Yeah, super good. And and basically, I'm feeling like if I can just keep him busy, you know, invite him to to, to play with me in solo shows I have booked, and like give him my pay for it, just to like keep him like engaged. Yeah, um, that's worth it. Yeah. So for yeah. sure. 
So yeah, if you if you if you come into contact with talented people and you have the ability to uh, keep them busy, do so for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because that's cool. what they're looking for. That's all they want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, let's see the the um, conversations in the uh, the Slack channel have been fun. We've been talking about yeah. original music, which is something that uh, you know not all of us are actively participating in but some of our guys have been working on original projects that are coming to market and yeah. that's been kind of fun to talk about showing up on the radio yeah and you know we the 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 topic today was you know have you ever had one of like a song that you wrote or recorded on the radio and you know some of the guys had and some of the guys hadn't it's just kind of a it was a it was a fun little exercise to kind of see where people have been outside of the uh, the cover band world yeah. but yeah well, I think I think that ties it up. I think so too. We covered some stuff. We talked business, like businessy, businessy like, things. Like business. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, you can do all kinds of things if you want to support us. Uh, I did get a note. Saw some people posting about some of our T-shirt designs on uh, on Facebook, thinking that they were pretty funny. It was specifically, I'd rather be listening to Satisfied by Richard Marks. Uh, and I sent I sent a link uh, to a couple of other buddies who just started a new project that said, "You, hey, you need some of this merch, this tax shelter t-shirt or the Defend Dad Band shirt. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you want to support us, you can do uh, a lot of things. Uh, the easiest thing would be to listen to what our friend Adam Moskowitz from the Van Band is about to tell you. Yep. Uh, otherwise, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks again for your continued support from Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the cover band confidential podcast for the week of September 3rd, 2021. Have a great week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at Vam Band. That's V-A-M 
Band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VanBand.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Thank <laughs> you.